Ben Fred Fridays on Scoops with DannyMac.com. We visit with Ben Fredrickson of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. As always, we're brought to you by Mark Milton and the Milton Law Firm. STL tax lawyer Mark, uh, Mark Milton, widely considered one of the top tax resolution attorneys in the country, prides himself in helping individuals, small businesses, and they help solve your tax issues. Very simple. Just visit stltaxlawyer.com if you have IRS problems, stltaxlawyer.com. Remember the choice of a lawyer, an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Ben, good morning. It is now the time to talk about playoff baseball. We've been talking about this for six months. Would they get to this point? They've gotten to this point. Are you ready to go for the Cardinals and the Phillies game one today? I'm ready, man. Happy Friday, everybody. It's uh, probably an early morning for <laughs> for a lot of folks, certainly the ones getting down to the ballpark. But uh, day game, postseason baseball, three home games, and it, it all begins now, man. Most important time of the season, and uh, what a compelling series this is going to be, man. You've got a, a star-studded Phillies team that nearly lost its way early in the season, changed managers, and have uh, caught their footing under an interim manager who's likely to get the job. They're terrible at defense. They've got a shaky bullpen, but they've got a good offense and good starting pitching. Meanwhile, the Cardinals play great defense. They've got a great bullpen. We're a little concerned about their lineup and their rotation. It's a it's a fascinating matchup, man. Absolutely. Uh, Quintana going in game one. Do you like that decision? I do, and uh, I think it makes sense to try to stagger kind of left, right, left, that allows you to do that if you start Montgomery game three. Um, I like the idea of Flaherty starting, but it sounds, sure sounds like they want to use him out of the bullpen early. And look, Quintana's been really good, man. He's been one of their most reliable, consistent, um, you know, best starters since the trade deadline. And then in September, you look at what he's been able to do, and he keeps the ball on the ground. He doesn't walk anybody, and he's, his strikeouts have been trending in a positive direction. So. Against this Phillies lineup, the one thing you don't want to do is allow home runs, and the one thing you don't want to do more than that is <laughs> walk guys before you allow home runs because that's how these games can get out of reach. So I think Quintana has earned this chance, and uh, I think the Cardinals have to be kind of proactive in how they think about this. They don't get to just hand the ball to a starter, any starter, and say, okay, go give us seven, eight innings. They're going to be aggressive, I think, in how they bullpen this thing. I think that's why they have their, their starters in the bullpen. The only person that I wouldn't be surprised to see pitch tomorrow would be Miles Michaelis because he's starting game two. After that, I think Ollie's going to go with whatever he thinks he can use in that moment. So you like the idea of Quintana. I, I think when you look at Quintana, and if you want to go Montgomery, it's two lefties, so you split them up with the righty. That seems to make some sense for me. I like that, yeah. and that, that, I mean, You talk to hitters, and they – kind of prefer to not they prefer to face you know the same handed starter in multiple games so you throw Michaelis in the middle there and it breaks it up a little bit um the curious thing will be if it does go to three how do they handle that is that um you know is that is that Montgomery for sure is it Montgomery with a piggyback I I would guess and they're not going to broadcast this but I would guess they've got a, a pitcher lined up after each one of the starters that thinks if something goes sideways, this guy this guy comes in, and I think they've they've built they've got a staff that, you know, their their only option here to to go out and beat 
teams that have, you know, Zach Wheeler's and Aaron Nola's is to get a better performance from their group of pitchers because they don't have a single starter they can match up with those guys, but they may be able to kind of navigate their way toward a better result if they have all of their healthy arms and use them in the right order. Keys for the series, what do you think they are? Well, I think Paul Goldschmidt has to hit, Dan. It's going to be a short postseason if he looks like the guy he has looked recently. Um, can he flip the switch? I think I think he could. Um, sure sounds like he feels physically fine. Um, the power has been off, but Albert Pujols, I don't think, can be this team's best hitter in the postseason. He at least needs some guys tying him for first, um, as Tony, Tony LaRusso would say. And the other thing is uh, maybe not getting talked about a ton, but because there was good news today, but pretty interested in seeing how Ryan Helsley looks after the finger issue. They're confident that, you know, he's going to be fine. They were encouraged by what they saw today, but that's where you're trying to get to in the back end of games, right? And if, if he's not good, if the location's not right because of the finger, then that could give you some issues there. If the back end is shaky, because that's, that's where you're planning every pitch to try to get to. I agree with that. I think middle relief of the Phillies could be a key. Get to them. Uh, I look at Wheeler coming out the IL. If you can make him throw a lot of pitches, you get to their middle relief. That could be a big, big key in this series. Absolutely. And if you're not going to get a hit against the guy, at least grind out in that bat because you getting a couple more pitches on him could lead to him being out of the game sooner. And, you know, I don't think the Cardinals, Dan, are sitting around going, okay, let's let's pounce on the relievers and not try to hit the, the starter. Of course they do. But look, we've seen them win games this year by getting a, a good starter out and feasting on the bullpen. And it's a real strategy here. The, the Phillies bullpen, it's been injured a lot. Um, it's not been great. And they've got, you know, Eflin working as a closer. You, you wonder how that's going to hold up. But they've had to do that out of need. So they, they've got some weakness in that bullpen. I think if you stack the two bullpens up, the Cardinals have a much better advantage there. So, yeah. Your Cardinals' goal is to hey, get, don't be afraid to go go to your bullpen early if you if you feel like a starter is shaky. Same thing for the offense. Get to that bullpen of the Phillies, and you're probably going to like your results better. Yeah, I agree with that. And also stabilize Harper and Schwarber. Harper has not been the same player that we saw uh, prior to the injury, but Kyle Schwarber went off at the end of the season. So your lefties are going to play a big, big role in this series. Absolutely. Um, you know the the Phillies are. They're a little more powerful against left-handed pitching, but not so much so that you don't want to start your best pitcher. So I think that's that's why you still go with, with Quintana there. But uh, you don't let those guys beat you. Make somebody else do it. And if you if you have to pick one, then then don't let I, I would say don't let Schwarber beat you. And that sounds crazy because Bryce Harper is to me still one of the best players in the game, but he just hasn't been as on. Wouldn't surprise me if he comes up clutch. But if you give Kyle Schwarber a mistake any time this season, he's sending it. He's sending it out of the ballpark. So the home runs might come. That's how they produce their runs. Don't give up easy base runners before then, because then they do more damage. And also, you know, make them earn it. The Phillies are not quite as productive of an offense power-wise on the road, and the Cardinals' pitching has been much better at home. So. That, that should be something that gives Cardinals fans a little optimism here is, you know, the, the, the Phillies lineup is, is imposing and they've got some big, loud bats, but we've seen firsthand how some of those guys can struggle in this ballpark, especially if you've got a bunch of ground ball pitchers who are, who are hitting their spots. So I think pitching smartly to those guys is going to be key and then not walking. 
I mean, you cannot walk guys against this lineup because they'll do damage. I mean, if you walk a guy, it can turn into a crooked number on the next pitch. So I think limiting that is going to be huge. Foundation repair, basement waterproofing, egress windows, think stratum repair, structural systems, waterproofing and foundation repair, stratumrepair.com. What did you think of uh, Ali's decision of the roster? And there were some tough decisions he had to make with lefties and who made the bench, but what did you think? Well, I was a little surprised, and I'm not against it, but I had kind of become convinced that Nolan Gorman had, had no chance of making this bench. And I, I, I understand why they did it. I get it. You're facing really good right-handed pitching. He has powered up against those guys. His swing has looked a little lost as of late, but he's still got 14 homers. So I can understand why it's, you know, you talk yourself into maybe it, against an opponent where the scores could get lopsided. You maybe want that power, power punch potential on the bench. Um, you, you add your, you know, an extra position player in order to do it. So you don't have to kind of, uh, you know, sacrifice your defense. So it's an opportunity for him. And I think it's pretty compelling. I mean, what a decision that could look like if he comes through, you know, with a with a big home run there. Um, as for the pitching, I'm happy for, for Packy Knott, and I think that's really cool. It, I like the way Ollie phrased that is like you can't put a guy in a spot and ask him to perform, and he delivers, and then all of a sudden you leave him off after they've spent a lot of time this season talking about, you know, wanting to, to edge toward performance. So it's a heck of a story for him. Um, I remember when he showed up at spring training, and it was a – kind of a fun story and it was like okay this guy might be around for a couple of weeks but to his credit he's he's competed and and it's a really cool cool story for him so um i don't have i don't think there there's a ton of, of drama there on the on the roster to me the the questions are going to be the lineup um you've got i think brendan donovan juan yapez uh lars Newpar, these guys they've got to be playing against these pitchers um, I'm curious to see what kind of trust is shown in Dylan Carlson. He's really struggled sometimes against righties. We've seen him kind of go up and down and up and down. So I'm curious to see how they handle Carlson, especially in these first two games. Boy, it's amazing how far the outfield has come from day one, isn't it? <laughs> has it come far or has it come apart or is it coming around? We'll I, I find out. It's, 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 it's remarkable. And, you know, it, it is wide open. And I think it's, I mean, it's wide open for the off season. I mean, when you look at the different ways this team could look to improve, I mean, there's shortstop, there's catcher, there's outfield in general, and the guys who have have been given opportunities to slam the door haven't done it, and the guys who have been given chances to kick the door open have. I mean, Lars Newbarcher looks like he's a part of this outfield moving forward. If you want to go get a shortstop, then you're playing – probably playing Brendan Donovan more in the outfield. And this guy's got to play. I and mean, you talked about taking good at bats, tough at bats. Who does it better than better than this kid? So, I mean, it stinks for Tyler O'Neill that he couldn't get healthy. Uh, we'll see if he can get back for a later round if the Cardinals can get there. But this outfield is wide open, and I think it's I think it's okay to probably say that if you come up big in the postseason, then you might put yourself in a better shot to to have a job in this outfield moving forward next season. Isn't that the truth? Uh, what do you think about, though, a couple of uh, young guys in terms of experience, managerial, going into postseason play? What do you think that's going to be like? In terms of the, the two managers in this series, it's it's 
two pretty crazy stories. Um, both guys who are going to receive consideration for National League Manager of the Year. I think Buck Showalter wins that, but Ollie and, and Rob Thompson are both going to get love, and they should. I mean, and kind of remarkable, remarkable stories. I mean, here's the youngest manager in baseball who didn't have a ton of turbulence this season, Dan, but think about where we all were a year ago. Schilt gets fired. It's messy. Um, Ollie is in this awkward spot where he's, you know, he's he's a friend and considers Schilt a mentor, but he's also got his this opportunity that he's worked very hard for. And there's all this talk of what is he going to look like? Is he just going to be a conduit to the front office? Is he going to be willing to stand up to the front office or push for what he needs? And we didn't know. We knew him, but we didn't know him in the big chair. And I think he's checked every box. He's, I think, made made people closer. He's built bridges, not torn them down. He's shown a willingness to challenge people when he feels it's deserved, and he does it in a way where it's well-received. Um, he's been really impressive to watch, to, to get to work with. I've been very impressed with him. And then on the other side, um, you know, you got Rob Thompson, who, look, nobody knew who Rob Thompson was. Um, and I'm not knocking him. He was like he was like the career baseball guy, you know, the bench coach forever. You thought that was his job. Um, all of a sudden, he overtake he comes in for the Phillies when they have to pull the plug on Girardi like very early, and it's kind of just like a get get you over promotion. It kind of reminds me a little bit, Dan, of the Craig Berube promotion where everyone's like, okay, he'll just fill in, and then all of a sudden everyone ends up being, oh, that needs to be the guy. And what the Phillies talk about is he's calming, he's confident. He's not robotic. He's a person that, you know, I think they rallied around him and he's showing that maybe he should have, uh, you know, maybe he should have been looked at sooner. He was passed over for the Yankees job when Aaron Boone got it. And he's been the bench coach for the last three Phillies managers. And if they don't give him the job now, they're crazy. But to me, it's just a reminder that we talk a lot about the way the manager job has changed and it has, but it is absolutely still very important to get the right person in that role because look at the guys who are in the postseason for different circumstances, and they're guys, no matter what, they might do it differently. Some might be more new school. Some of them might be older than younger, whatever. They all have players who, who will run through a wall for them, and that's still an art that is alive and well, no matter what Joe Madden thinks about managing in, in 2022. You mentioned it earlier. I, 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 To me, the key in the series, from a Cardinals perspective, maybe from both sides, Goldie's got to be Goldie, and if he's not Goldie, then it's going to be a tough series for the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, and and I don't, you know, it's it's tough because you know you don't want to just say, hey, just keep being a, you know, a, a comet shooting through the National League all the time. Like you're going to have, it's not surprising that he tails off a little bit, um, but can he can he now benefit from a couple down days, chance to catch his breath? Can he flip that switch? I think that's. Uh, that's huge in this. Um, I mean, he knows what he's got to be for this team. The other thing too, Dan, and there's really not enough sample size there to, to call it a story, but I, I think it's something you monitor moving forward is Nolan Arenado has been a little quiet in the postseason. Um, he had one good one with the Rockies. Um, he only went twice. This will be his second one with the Cardinals. But I think there is, uh, I'll just call it a seed of a question, is can he can he be at his best when the lights are the brightest and if you're going to be, you know, what Nolan Arnado wants to be, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to come through the way you plan to when you came to Cardinals, you've got to do it in the postseason. So that's that's something to watch too. 
Um, and then I wouldn't be surprised if – I don't think we have doubts about Albert Pujols coming through. He just needs some more guys to contribute to this thing. He can't be the one carrying the lineup like he was the past few weeks of this season. It can't be the stand-around-and-watch-Albert offense. It's got to be the Albert and Friends offense. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, last 29 games, Goldie Arnato three home runs, 22 runs batted in. So it does beg the question, if you're the Phillies, do you pitch around Albert? <laughs> Well, that's a safety threat, I think, in St. Louis at this point. Um, you know, I would—I tell you what I'd do. I would make him beat me once first before I gave that to him. Um, and, and I just would hate to go into a playoff series and, and not pitch to a guy. Especially, you're going to tell Zach Wheeler, who has been lights out, including against this offense, to – to, to pitch around a guy, I, I would wonder, I mean, I'm always probably too worried about the psyche of things. Maybe that's my curse as a sports writer, but I, I would, I would not want to tell Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, Hey, pitch around anybody. And I, that's not a, that's not a, you know, it's not a slide on Albert. I would say go out and get him out. And then all of a sudden, if Poole sends one to big Mac land, I might readjust, <laughs> but uh, I, I would trust my guys if I were the Phillies before I, before I give that away, I think that's a mental thing as much as it is anything. And if Albert makes him pay well, and he might, then, uh, then all of a sudden you maybe you revisit that in a hurry. Do you have a, uh, a guy that is not Arnado Goldie Albert that you say that could be the guy that ha- I'm not saying David freeze type postseason, but has an incredible postseason or lifts others outside of those big three that you go, wow, that was amazing. I'm not ready to um, to give up on Tommy Edmond. I remember Tommy Edmond being the one player who looked locked in and lights out in that wild card loss to the Dodgers. Dan, he, you remember it? He was everywhere. Well, that's my guy. So, so I put I, a star my, by. That would oh, be my I, choice. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know that. But but I think that's a good one because it's easy to say Newt Barr and Donovan. They've been playing great here. Um, I would love to say Carlson because I think, I mean, that would be great for his future and with all the season he's had. But Edmund, I remember watching that game in, in L.A. and thinking, man, if every player on this team came to play like Tommy Edmund did today, this game would be this game would be lopsided in the Cardinals' favor. And, how about the I'm, game, I though? I remember that. Hey, how about the game, though, that he just had two days ago in Pittsburgh after days off? And if he gets rest, that's a yeah. key for Tommy Edmund. They run him into the ground out of necessity, so they didn't have to this year. That's why my guy is Tommy Edmond. I like that one. Here's another one that I'll throw out there. What about Juan Yepes? This kid came on strong for this team, got hurt. Got to see better swings than I've seen in the last week. I I hope it changes, but his swings the last couple of weeks have not been great. His splits against righties are, are still pretty good, and these are some tough righties they're facing, so I'm curious to see if you know, how they use him and, and what kind of chances he gets, but he just takes he, he takes good at bats and he's and he for whatever reason he's better against righties than he is left. Rottler Pest Solutions. It is the Rottler Pest Solution Company of the St. Louis Cardinals. Proud uh, partner of the Cardinals Rottler dot com. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Who do you like? I like the Cardinals and I like that they're at home where they've been so much better this season than they have been on the road. It's crazy to think they had a losing road record despite all the success they wound up with this season winning the division. Um, but the Phillies also had a losing road record. They don't play their best baseball on the road. Their their offense takes a step back. Their pitching isn't quite so good. At home, the Cardinals' pitching gets drastically better. 
and their offense pretty much holds its level, which is impressive considering it's a, you know, it's more of a pitcher friendly ballpark. So I like the Cardinals at home and I like their chances of pushing the Phillies out again with a crowd that's going to be bonkers. And, uh, you know, I think this team just has enough kind of veteran experience and a blend of young guys who won't be rattled that, and, and I think they've got, I think they're going to be managed well here. So I'm going to take them to win it and I got them advancing. Awesome. I do too. I actually am winning the uh, the first two games, and then Atlanta, we'll talk about another story next week. But uh, that'll be fun to watch. Hey, buddy, thanks for yeah, doing I, this. Yeah, I, I would prefer it. Let's do, another, let's do an NLDS preview next week. How about that? Oh, I love it. Would you do it if uh, – could I get an extra Ben Fred Friday out of you, even though, you know, that's <laughs> asking a lot. But... Hey, man. We don't take an off. We don't have an off season. What are you talking about? We'll, well, be, we'll be breaking down those blues lines here soon. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. We'll be talking about a Mizzou upset of Florida next week. I doubt it, but whatever. Hey, thanks for doing this. You bet, man. I'll see you at the ballpark. <laughs> and enjoy the radio, man. I'm, I'm glad that you're in there. That's going to be fun. I know people are going to love it. So uh, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that that's happening. Yeah, I'm very thankful to John Rooney and Mike Claiborne and uh, Ricky to to you know making sure that this happened for me and it's a, a lifelong dream come true. So I can't wait and looking forward to playoff baseball. Uh, today. Thanks, buddy, and we'll catch up next week. All right, brother. See you at the ballpark.